have never given much thought to how I would die, but dying in the place of someone I love seems like a good way to go. <laughs> there we go. That is my wife opening us up for this episode of The Average. I'm Tim. I'm Bryce. I'm Bailey. And I'm Megan. And if you're familiar with that quote, or you looked at the <laughs> thumbnail, you know that we're diving into Twilight tonight. God, I love your requests. <laughs> I was not Especially that. when the viewer is my wife. Yeah. She, I don't know why. She made the request. We should have cut her off, honestly, before she even got the chance. Oh, anyway. All right. Who wants to have the honors of going through the uh, summary of this movie? <laughs> We're going to let the wives kind of lead yeah. this one. They're going to kick it off, yeah. do most of the talking. So those of you who can't stand the sound of our voice, you're in luck. Yeah, we're going to let them lead this one. So ladies, if you wouldn't mind, however you need to in a decent amount of time, just give us a quick summary of this movie without you know taking too long. Yeah, so 17-year-old Bella ditches her mom and moves to Forks, Washington, where everything is rainy and everyone's really pale. And then she meets Edward, who, spoiler alert, is a vampire. And she enters into the world of vampires and playing baseball. <laughs> and she almost, I can't spoil anything, but... It's been out. It's been out long enough. You, you don't know. It. People may not have watched it. No, our rule is once it's available to stream or buy on DVD. You anyway, can spoil it. she almost dies, but she doesn't. So that's about it. And it's based off of the critically acclaimed book series Twilight Saga by Stephanie Meyer. And I just want. I just have a question, real quick. She almost died at the end of that movie because she smelled good. Yes. Is that basically? Well, no. That's no. basically what happened. Edward thought she smelled bad. Do you not remember that pivotal scene in biology class? Well, it no, I get that, but the other guy bad. was like, "Oh, I swear to she God, this is going to be the longest episode her, I've ever been no, in." Bella was his own personal brand of heroin. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty much one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> uh, we have to do. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah, I'm sure, let's I'm dive sure we'll into the score. The let's yeah, let's just kick this. Okay, oh yeah, she thinks this we're going to do the rest of the series. Uh, uh, the first time I watched this was actually a deal with Bailey that she would watch this, or I would watch this with her if she would watch the DC movies with me. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I will comfortably say I have actually never seen this full movie in one sitting. I've seen Until so many. Until now. <laughs> and let's just say three glasses of rum later. Yeah, I finally got through it. Thank no, you know what? No, don't not gonna thank God for that. So, one. what would you give the story then, Bryce? <sighs> Fine, I'll be the one. Fine, I'll be the one. Okay, the mic is in your face. <laughs> All right, I gave the story a zero. Um, honestly, most of this movie was a fever dream, <laughs> and I was trying to. I tried to have fun with it. I really did. Yeah, the story. Honestly, like, no, there's no story. I said, there's not a story. It's just. It's like a. It's more like it's like a um oh what what is it in high school with the theater kids? It's more kind of like an improv, basically, is what it felt like to me. Like I felt like there was really like sure like oh she ran away from mom oh okay well it doesn't really hold a lot of weight it seems for, throughout the entire movie oh she meets all the cool new kids in school oh and okay yeah love love the one handsome dude okay that's nice. I did. I there's no Taylor Lautner or I don't. I don't, oh, okay. I don't care. 
yeah, I gave the story a zero. That might be too harsh. Maybe a one because there is somewhat of a very, very, very loose structure in this movie for a story. But I just think that the story holds like zero weight at all. And it's just kind of like a wild That's, ride. I'm going to interject that. Go ahead, Bailey. We'll take it Bailey away. Take okay. It <laughs> well, I gave the story a two because is it original? Is it good? No. <laughs> but the grip that this story had on every preteen girl in 2008 you can't say the story had nothing um the only thing that was pretty good about it is that um i don't know that i guess that speaks for itself i don't know but it's entertaining i think it's a entertaining story and if you read the books the books aren't very good either, but <laughs> then you kind of get the story more. Yeah, my younger self ate this up, and I don't know why I did. I, I guess I just didn't know any better. I also gave the story a two, because I don't think it's very fair of Bryce to say there was no story, because there is a story. It just wasn't a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a fair assessment of a two. Um I actually gave the story a five. I thought it was no. I'm no. kidding. I gave it a one. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I gave it a one. The whole vampire romance thing. Anne Rice has done it before. I'm pretty sure. Well, Stephen King. I don't know if he did a romance, but Sa- Salem's Lot was pretty vampire-y. Uh, the whole idea of Dracula is dripping in sensuality and romance. So doing a romantic vampire story, nothing new. Targeting it to preteens and teens. I do think this gets some points on originality for that. I do not remember anything like this before it. However, after it was the next 15 years, we mixed in Hunger Games and we got either fantasy vampire werewolf romances or dystopian futures, and that's young adult fiction for years. Well, I feel like it kind of... I don't think it introduced the love triangle, but it certainly made it popular, right? Like, the Hunger Games had it... uh, what was the Vampire Diaries? That show was like. Yeah, when did that did that come up before Twilight? I think I, don't, I think it was after. I think it was right after. No. Okay. But yeah, I think this. I have to give it points because it brought something that has existed for years to a market where it was pretty new, and forget that they completely destroyed vampires, but <laughs> it resonated with thousands of people. <laughs> Sorry, let me clarify that. Resonated with thousands of little girls in middle school. They're still people, Bryce. <laughs> also, I want to add, any parent that let their middle school girl watch this, I think probably did them a disservice because the amount of emotional manipulation we saw <laughs> and just unhealthy relationship dynamics and girls stand for it. But how many moms took their daughters because the moms are eating it up too? <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of the moms really enjoyed it too. So I don't know. What, so, and what they does probably, this say about us in society? They probably enjoyed it because of the character. So you want to kick off what you gave character, Megan? Uh, Sure. Let me pull up my score. Okay, I gave the character a two. Um... Yeah, like, I don't know if Bella is just unlikable or if Kristen Stewart's just really good at, like, (laughs) making a character be unlikable. I mean, Bella is unremarkable. She's supposed to be awkward in in an endearing way, and it was just cringy. 
Edward Cullen was not great. Still trying to figure out what she's doing with that ketchup bottle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Someone get this girl some ketchup. Um, actually, <laughs> I actually thought Edward was kind of interesting. Like, I like his backstory a little bit. I thought it was kind of cool that these vampires lived for hundreds of years just because I like um, timepiece stories, I guess. But that's about it. Otherwise, everyone's pretty forgettable. No one has some redeeming character arc, really. Chris or Bella just goes down the tornado of self-destruction, throwing away her life for this guy. Bella's probably one of the most unlikable characters in the whole thing. But, like, a lot of the characters aren't great, but I do remember wanting to be all of their best friends like i would have dreams about them which is really embarrassing so like i wanted alice to be my best friend okay and, alice is kind of cool yeah though. i wanted carlisle to be my dad like <laughs> they were just it was all there taylor lautner is jacob so good yeah i've seen cardboard cutouts do similar performances to taylor lautner in this movie uh it ranks right up there with Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Uh, <laughs> some of the greatest cardboard well, performances ever. In case ever. you haven't heard, Taylor Lautner has been Mark Saved from Speak Now, Taylor's version. So, in case anyway, knows. Tim, go ahead. You're next. <laughs> I, uh, Bailey, you didn't actually give us your score for characters. Oh, I think I, I, I gave it a two. Okay. Yeah. So, two. I gave it a one for characters. They are the one stands for one dimensional. Um, <laughs> because that's what most of these characters are. It's uh, Taylor Lautner is the somewhat Native American werewolf boy. Sure, yeah. That's all you need to know. Bella's the <laughs> awkward girl. That's all you need to know. Her dad is the sheriff. That's all you need to know. That like everybody just fits so nicely into a cardboard standout and delivers the lines with. Oh, that's acting. Sorry. Um. <laughs> there's no real like I think Edward is actually the most interesting of the characters uh, you get a little bit more of his story but even then in the end he is he's you find more out about Edward later in the series which is why we have to keep I watched all of them already and I'm good <laughs> alright so Bryce Please yeah. tell us what you thought of these characters. Oh, thanks for asking. I'm happy to share my thoughts. I know how much they matter to this episode. Uh, I also gave it a one. Um, and it was literally just because the dad was like somewhat likable throughout the movie. Like, you, I don't know. I just kind of like connected with him for some weird reason. I was just kind of, ah, you know what? I feel for this man because if my daughter was Kristen Stewart, I too would feel this way. <laughs> uh Dating one of those Colin kids? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, none of these characters are memorable. They're not likable. I've seen bricks in a house act better than this. Um, CW acting better than this. Tim, let's not get, let's not, <laughs> come on. Let's have some respect here. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the, now nah, we'll get into that with the acting. Yeah, the characters are pretty much worse than white bread in my humble opinion. The dad's like the dad's likable, and that's the only reason I gave it a one. So outside of that, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Kristen Bell's character, Bella, whatever her name is, she's so annoying. I just don't like her at all. Oh God, Edward, I love you. Ugh. Just so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> anyway, what's next? <laughs> next, we jump in the music and sound, and let's let the wives yeah, start this ahead. one off. 
Yeah, I gave the soundtrack a five because it's a banger. Like, we got so many unique original tracks, and then they threw in Muse's piece at the baseball scene. <laughs> it's iconic. No, I also gave it a five because to this day, 15 years later, I have the Twilight CD in my car, and I still listen to it because so good. Like you said, the baseball scene, there's not one person on this earth that does not like that baseball scene. So good. Um, we like it for different reasons. I don't know. I think it's hilarious. Also, the just influence that the Twilight soundtrack had on the rest of my music choices for the next like 10 years changed my life. So I gave the music a one because Linkin Park had a song in it. So what song did they have? In? I, don't, I, I don't know. It, it played out. Leave out all. It played yeah. in the credits. Leave out all the rest. I think. Yeah. yeah. So I gave, I, I gave it a one because Lincoln Park. R.I.P. Chester. Yeah. I uh, I actually gave this a three. Um, and it wasn't really for a good reason. It was just like there there is a really good set of songs here. You got some Paramore. You got Lincoln Park. You got Muse. And I mean the rest is pretty awful, but like those songs on their own kind of just carry it up to a three in my opinion the biggest issue was it's at the end of the freaking movie it's at the credits two of why would they do that two of those songs that you mentioned are in the credits literally two of them (laughs) like muse is the only one in the movie it's like why would you waste these great songs gosh i have to listen to some random girl God, it's just I don't get it. Bella or you wanna play Bella's song for us? Yeah, what's Bella's song? Yeah, Bella's song. The piano one? Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna No, thank you. So yeah, anyway, three out of five I actually like the songs, it's just they're poorly placed. So going to editing and special effects. Uh what is that? Okay, I put three for that. Because I thought it was just like fine. They did pretty good with the vampires flying through the air. I think. Um, and, you know, all the blood and stuff. But it was, like, nothing to write home about. Yeah, I gave it a two. Um, I thought a lot of the cuts were pretty rough. Um, even the camera angles. Ooh, and the blue tinge. Yeah, okay, yeah, that knocks off a lot of points. How could I forget <laughs> about that? But I did appreciate that they did use some practical effects. But we were making fun of the vampires walking because it was obvious that they were like on a treadmill or, <laughs> or on those airport uh moving conveyor belts like it was pretty bad but it wasn't the worst editing i've ever seen i also gave it a to you and for a lot of those same reasons there are some nice uses I, maybe not nice but skillfully done green screen moments that look better than ant-man and the wasp um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a record of how many times you've mentioned Ant Man and the Wasp and <laughs> other reviews from outside of Ant Man and the it Wasp. It is currently the standard for modern CGI badness. Okay, fair. Um, no, it's fair. Uh, but there are a couple scenes that I was like, oh, that green screen actually looked decent, like when they're up in the tree. But then there's other moments that I'm like, you're on wires and it's obvious, or you are not interacting with that space properly, like the walking way too fast. Uh, <laughs> but yes, the gray tinge, blue tinge to the movie, which had influence on so much after that as well, from teen TV shows to teen movies yeah, that were trying that's to be true. like it influenced so much after that. Like even the first Hunger Games kind of had some influence for this. But like Megan stated, the cuts are terrible. 
there are some moments that I was like, what was that scene about? And then we just cut to something totally different with the same characters. And I hadn't, it was bad. Yeah. I, uh, gave mine a one out of five. It was, um, I mean, you guys basically said all of the tent was pretty miserable to look at for an entire movie. The cuts were just all over the place. Uh, just felt like they let someone's kid into the room to make the cuts for them. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, them flying, it looked awful with, you know, what was clearly just strings attached to them. But to your point, I gave it the one because the landscape shots and some of those CGI shots, sorry, with a background, like their back green screen shots, they actually did look like good, minus the blue tint. Like it was some, there's some decent like edit, editing with the green screen there, and it did look good for, I guess, the time. But like outside of that, it yeah, the editing is just really, really rough. Oh, a perfect example of how rough it is is I think it's is it in a TikTok now or a meme? But when he uh, saves her from that car, oh yeah, and it's so poorly cut together and shot that you. What do you mean that scene is? <laughs> it's it's horribly it's, executed. It's rough. Yeah. Anyway, what's next? What's next on the list? We have script up next. Script. Okay. Do you... Go ahead, Bryce. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let me pull out my phone real quick. Uh, you were... <laughs> what was a zero? Yeah, it was. I don't know. I don't have Just notes on that. I know how I feel. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes Bryce changes his scores mid-recording. Oh, okay. I like to uh, I like to live a uh, little bit on the edge. His scores are living, breathing things. So <laughs> constantly in flux. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I gave it a zero. This script was just like straight hot dog water. It was really, really bad. <laughs> I don't think there was like a single thing that felt na- see there was not a single line spoken that felt natural in this movie by any stretch of the imagination. It was I think the best part about it was just after a few drinks in listening to Bailey and Megan like recite them and just make fun of how awful these lines were. No good. I also gave it a zero. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You were on the same because I I almost could have given it a one because it's it's a script that's so bad it's funny. Like I think I'm it's gonna hilarious. stop you right there. It is not so bad that it's funny. <laughs> Batman and Robin is so bad that it's funny. This one was just like nails on a chalkboard. See, for me. I thought this movie is hilarious when he's talking about his sparkly skin. The sparkly and, like, skin. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> or the like. What does Bella say about I knew three things for sure? Oh like, yeah, I'm the three dying. <laughs> it is so funny. I, I was gonna say, here's what I say. I was on board with the script, like for so bad it's funny. Five or ten minutes at the beginning. After that, I was I was just waiting for him to say, say it out loud, vampire. <laughs> so you're saying That's, it went from funny, so bad it's funny to so bad it's sad. Yeah, like I quick. was just all like depressed by the end of it with that script. All right, let, let's let the uh, wives discuss it. The guys are so harsh about it. <laughs> I gave it a two because, once again, this is not the first, like, the worst script I've ever heard. Um, I actually give the movie people props. They did a really good job of staying true to the book. Yeah, some of those lines are straight out of the book. Like yep. The, about three so that was absolutely the real person we need to blame is Stephanie Meyer, and <laughs> she's sitting on millions of dollars. So really, who is laughing here? She's more successful than any of us in this room, and she wrote this. <laughs> yes, but I would say the main part that made me cringe was not the three part, the whatever she was talking about, the three things, or... 
the vampire sparkling it was the spider monkey that makes my skin makes my skin crawl so that's why i gave it a two yeah i gave it a one because i can't deny it's pretty bad but you know it it is what it is like you said it follows the book really so Mm -hmm. i cannot know if you can blame the script script Script. script. Yep. Script. There's a T at the end yep. of that. Yep. I'm a math major. And, um, no, one of my favorites is when they pull up to the police station after that guy gets killed, and Belle is just like, wait, what is going on? <laughs> it's, it's great writing. Yes. Well, and that delivery leads right into the acting, so yeah. why don't you... Uh... Yeah. What did I give the acting? I think I gave the acting a three. Because, that is generous. Yeah, it is pretty generous, but Here's why. Like we said, I think we've all waken up to the fact that it's not Kristen Stewart. It's the script. It might be Kristen Stewart. I don't know. I think we've woken up to the fact that it's not Bailey, Robert Pattinson. Darling, let me just break it down for you here. It is definitely Kristen Stewart. It is all Kristen Stewart. Don't Sorry. call me darling. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> no, yeah. It's Kristen in the script. So continue, please. Or take your swig of Coca-Cola. Oh, um, what else do I say about that? TM. What do... Uh, acting. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it's just hard to also say because they were the like Kristen and Rob obviously were the two biggest parts in that. Um, Taylor Lautner's pretty bad. Yeah, that's not up for debate. Um, who else is in there? Carlisle. Yeah, they all just have such small parts. Jasper. What's his name? Jackson he was pretty Rathbone. bad. He's very bad, but. Well, we even saw Anna Kendrick in there, but yeah. she's pretty big now, too. Yeah, she's good. She played her part well, yeah. but it was a very small part. So yep. anyway, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll stick by my choices. Well, I'm actually surprised I gave a three for acting. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> I think I also was thinking, like, it was the script, not Kristen Stewart. Yeah. But I have to admit, I have not seen very many Kristen Stewart movies outside of Twilight. Like, I know she was in the Diana movie, but I haven't seen it. But, yeah, I think I mostly blame the script on the acting because, obviously, Robert Pattinson is a very talented actor. I've seen him in a lot of things, and I think, I know he hates this movie, which is so funny, but he, I think the actors just did the best they could with the script, so I didn't want to take off too many points for acting. So I'll agree with him there that to a degree. I think these many of these actors have proven that they can act since this movie, However, the acting in this movie is awful. I give it a one because I give it a one because I do think Robert Pattinson is trying to do the best he can with those lines. I do think Kristen Stewart is trying to do the best she can. I'm not sure about some of the others. I've seen uh Carlisle. The dad. Is that the doctor? Yeah. Yeah, guy. I, mm. He was in Nurse Jackie on Showtime. Mm, yeah, and he was he played a totally different character, and he did a great job in that. But the acting in this is cardboard and wooden, and just. Have you seen Kristen Stewart in Zathura? <laughs> Wasn't that... she like fourteen? She was no, she was so... like a teenager, but she was the older sister. That yeah. movie. That's one of the best movies ever. I've seen her in Snow White and the Huntsman, oh, and yeah. I don't think it changes my opinion no, of her acting in that one. So allow me to be the one who kind of sells in between everyone here, because I actually gave mine a two uh, out of five for this one, and I was going to talk about it earlier, but I was going to hold it for this section. I am glad that there are some act that there are actors in this movie who are able to break this Twilight mold. 
Because let's be honest, Twilight had a stranglehold on these actors when it came out. <laughs> and I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think of Robert Pattinson in anything but Twilight until I think it was The Lighthouse, maybe. The Lighthouse, yeah. yeah. I think that was like the first movie where I was like, oh, oh, he does do other stuff outside of well, Twilight. He spent <clears throat> 10 years trying to shake the image of Edward. Yeah. Which- and I mean, that. And we'll talk about it in the it factor with that. But yeah, I'm just gl- I'm just happy that people broke out of it. However, uh, yeah, the acting is pretty rough, but I will put a lot more blame on the script overall. And I'll even cut Kristen Stewart some slack because, um, like you said, she's supposed to kind of be awkward and weird in this. And it's not quite endearing. And that is her fault because that is Kristen Stewart as an actor. However, her script is way worse than her acting. I'm going to cut her some slack on that one. Edward, I can or sorry, Robert. So does the best that he can with what he's given. Again, the dad's pretty likable for the most part in this movie. Um, and he does decent. He's actually probably the standout just because of how normal he feels based on everyone else. So, yeah, I gave it a 2 out of 5. It's pretty rough, but I think a lot more of that can be... Uh, you can put that blame more on the script, I'd say. So that takes us to direction. Megan, you want to kick off? Yeah, I gave the direction a 2. Um, I had not seen this movie in a while. I actually did a whole series rewatch like a few years ago but i was surprised at how i forgot how slow this movie was like the pacing was so off and i think that's the director's fault um and that kind of ties into the editing but the pace yeah just the pacing was off no story i mean i'm kind of being redundant but that's just why i give the direction a two yeah i also gave it a two because of you know what we said about the editing and like the story was really weird like weirdly timed and laid out because i remember i saw the movie before i read the book and i think i had to watch it a couple times before i understood what was happening because it just doesn't flow well yeah i gave it a zero um i agree with you and 10 times over with that the pacing was horrendous for me um, half the time I had no clue what we were doing. It felt like three episodes running back to back of very three different stories. You have one with the, which is like this love love relationship going on with Edward and Bella. The next one is like a history lesson on vampires, and then the next one's this weird like a uh, cat and mouse chase. Like, dear lord, <laughs> it was hard to keep up with. Uh, yeah, pacing's pretty rough. Du- the director did not really do a great job at all pacing this movie directing the people well um i think it's fair to say the actors were struggling to maybe convey certain scenes and yeah i i don't have much more to say i'm just gonna you know double down where you guys stand on that i also gave the direction a zero i just don't know why so many of these choices were made in this movie and in the end i kind of judge the direction on how well something comes together and the I think for this, it's either a five or a zero, because if you are trying to influence the next 10 years of young adult anything, then this movie was a masterpiece that everybody followed. But if that was the goal, they succeeded, but it's terrible. So I I am not someone who thinks it's a five. I think it's a zero. I think it ruined young adult literature and young adult movies for the next 10 years. It was not... I was not its target audience, so that's, true. that's pretty clear. Yeah, I was not the target audience, so it was a zero for me. So that would take us then 
it factor. To the it factor, which we're actually unanimous on it factor. Yeah, so I gave it a five, which we all gave it a five. Like, it's very clear that this was a global phenomenon, like, especially as the series went on, like, everyone was talking about it. I remember I was 10, I think. Um, It probably helped also that Robert and Kristen were dating in real life, but... To Tim's point about this influencing young adult movies, um, I kind of disagree. I think it did spur on like a marketing push to turn more young adult books into movies like The Hunger Games, Divergent, Maze Runner. Um, But those were all like dystopia novels. So if anything, I think Hunger Games was the one that triggered that. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, but that not to say Twilight definitely did have its place in what cinematic history (laughs) at least from a a box office perspective yeah i mean because this one was coming out like right along with harry potter because i mean harry potter right because harry potter had like eight movies they i'm pretty sure harry potter was mostly done ending by the time i was gonna say it was ending they were overlapping like yeah we might have been i was close to it but i know that because here's how i remember it harry potter was the one who made the last movie a two-parter, fam- like the last book a two-parter famous. Right. Yep. Twilight was, I actually, I kind of agree with Tim and Megan on the point of like, I think Twilight did kind of kick off that whole young adult, make a movie out of it. Like make a, technically make a series Harry Potter was a kid's series. Right. I don't, I don't view, see, I don't view Harry Potter like I view the, like anything after Twilight. Like everything Twilight onward is not what Harry Potter was. But I think Twilight absolutely did influence everything from the Hunger Games, Maze Runner. But to Megan's point, I think Hunger Games really like just put the nail in the coffin of like, yeah, we're just going to take every single adult novel and we're going to make something out of it and we're going to make money off of that. And obviously to the detriment of Hollywood, that um, didn't work out too well. But as much as I hate to admit it, it's hard to not give this a five because it really was one of the biggest like just cinematic moments in history easily um whether for the right or wrong reasons you can't argue that it was a cultural phenomenon at the time uh i was just looking it up because i was curious we had five harry potter movies before this one came out so three followed but i do think like whether it was the books or the movies i'm not sure but i think Definitely more than the movies after you pointed out the dystopian nature. The movies took the dystopian, but you could not go to the young adult section at Barnes and Nobles without seeing vampire ripoff romances or anything like that. Yeah, so and I, would... I think I think that spawned both from the huge success of the movies. Like somebody wants that like vampire diaries, they want to be the next Twilight. They want to be yeah. the next. And that definitely had an influence on the books. So you're right, we didn't see that many movies. Even the movies bombed so bad after a while they didn't release the last Divergent movie. So <laughs> well, they did an awful job with that. But yeah, it's funny. The early 2010s, the young adult section was either vampire dystopia yes. novels. Yes, there, there was, was nothing. No in between. Yeah. Because I love reading a good young adult book every now and then because mm-hmm. they're quicker, fast paced. But you kind of, I, I drifted from young adult during that time because it was all vampire romances. I think the only thing I would have to Now it's all gay vampire romances. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Any JoJo fans out there? I don't know. But, um... Oh, it factor, yes. The only thing I would have to add is that I used to have a blanket with Edward and Bella on it. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. No, it was a great blanket. I think one of my cats threw up on it, so I had to get rid of it. But 
Yep, good details there. Too. I just remember everybody was like, "Are you Team Edward or Team?" Uh, or... No, I was team Edward that. for so long, and then I was Team Jacob, and now I'm like, <clears throat> they're both the worst. So, yeah, no, you're you're, yeah. you're 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 on track there. Yeah, and there were posters everywhere. Like it was a cultural uh, phenomenon. It was insane. Yeah, let's beat that dead horse it's some more. Not a great time <laughs> in our history. Uh, <laughs> Every day we stray further from God. So let's go into our final scores. Everybody, add five to what I gave. Add five to what to what you gave us? Yes. So whatever it says your final score is. Uh, oh, five. okay. Oh, wait. We didn't do the how entertainment factor. Yeah. I was gonna say entertain. I was waiting for the entertainment. Yep. Ladies, you can kick this one off. Factor. Um. Yeah. For entertainment, I gave it a five. I was surprised at how bored I was. Um. I. I mean, maybe because I've seen it. A few times i'm not embarrassed to admit that but i did get on my phone a lot just because like i knew it was coming nothing about it was intriguing or sucked me in but when i was younger i ate this up yes yeah i gave it an eight because i think i've seen this movie at least 25 times (laughs) and i still have so much fun with it every time she quoted it as much as I quote Fellowship of the Ring anytime I watch I didn't that. even make that connection. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But, um, <clears throat> no, I whether it's a good movie or not, just because of the significance it's had in my life, I just am always entertained by it. So I actually gave the entertainment value a six because, wow. like I said, higher or, than I thought you would give it. yeah, it is higher than Way I thought higher. because looking back, I think it's a hilarious movie. Like I enjoy it as a comedy. It is a movie that I think is so bad that I enjoy it a little bit watching it. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that's hard for you to swallow, but like I don't think Bryce's entertainment value score counts because he was just complaining the whole time. That's true. So I wasn't complaining. You were laughing, so you were somewhat entertained. Well, that was <laughs> the drinks helped a little bit. Yeah, until I got just depressed at the end. Uh, yeah, mine was a zero out of ten. I, this is the first time I will comfortably say. I have truly just been so disconnected and bored of a movie. Watching a movie, I can't remember. Like, I, I, Ant Man and Wasp would be a close, but it was new, so like it had that going for it at the very least. Twilight was just one, like, again, I've never seen this movie. I've seen so many bits and pieces, and I guess going into this, I had the expectation that it would be so bad that it's good, but by the end, I was just so sad that I watched a two-hour movie that just felt like such a waste of my time that I could have been watching anything, literally anything else, and I probably could have been happier than when I was there. This is going to be one of the few movies, I think, that I'll ever give a zero out of ten for entertainment value. It's okay. I forgive you. So that takes us to our final scores then. So back to what I said five minutes ago. Um, so my final score was a 28. Um, overall, like, oh, this is not a good movie. Sorry, Bailey. Like, I have to admit that. But once again, it's not the worst movie ever. So <laughs> I think, like, if you haven't seen Twilight, I do think you should watch it just so you can be a part of all of our misery. I, my final score took it to a 17. It's probably one of my lowest scores for a movie ever, but, wow. yep, 17. It's from... only slightly above cats. 
I think we, we averaged we cats. Finish that movie. Yeah, we averaged cats out of ten because it was unwashable. Yeah, I don't even think we we got like no. halfway to that movie. It was pretty rough. Once it was, uh, was it Peter? Oh, who, who does the singing name? in cars with celebrities? I know. Oh, James, is, is it James Gordon? James Gordon. Once he was dancing He's in the cat so suit, I was, yeah, He's so untalented. <laughs> it's uh, I, I wanted to make it to Taylor Swift and I couldn't. <sighs> Yeah, because I don't think we made it. Yeah, I just want to see the. I just wanted to see the butthole edition. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my final score. On I record, believe- Bryce wants to see Taylor Swift's butthole. Uh, that's well, that's taken out of context, <laughs> but I guess I should be used to it at this point. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think mine comes into like a twelve. Um, this is outside of cats. Also, probably the my least favorite movie I've ever watched. And yeah, this might be one of the worst movies I've genuinely ever seen. Um, don't watch this movie, please. I really, all my movie choices. I really, wanna... I literally don't hate all you. This is like the first I one where it's like, this is pretty awful. I took you guys to see Lamb and you hated that. I didn't hate Lamb. I just like, it's not really great, head. but Eraserhead was. I didn't like the movie either, to be honest. Eraserhead was my Eraserhead's okay. I mean, it's I... special. <laughs> I really want to show you some 80s movies and then we can discuss worst movies you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I just, I guess if you want to watch it just to be part of the club, go ahead. But I would not recommend wasting your time on this movie. What'd you say your final was? I 12? think it's like 12. Yeah, yeah. 12. Okay. So, Bailey, you can add five. Yeah. Okay, so mine was 31. <laughs> because, again, it's just. It was your teenage years. It was my teenage years. It was, I, this came out when I was 12, so I was the target audience, and it worked. And I think that's overall in the, my final statements, I think that's a fair assessment that there was a clear target audience for this story and for these films. And basically, if you weren't a 10 to 15-year-old girl, you it wasn't for you yeah exception maybe there's some 18 year old girls out there who are eating it up but like also my moms our moms some moms were loving it but like (laughs) there's a reason why the two guys in this room did not have a great time i mean i thought it was hilariously bad bryce just thought it was terribly bad but there's this movie is clearly for a specific audience yeah i was just gonna say this is a a good case on good marketing yeah they I mean, nailed really, the marketing yeah like they nailed the target audience they advertised it and it just became viral yeah you're not really wrong about that bailey any final thoughts um i guess my only final thoughts would really be <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. but if anybody out there can vote to do new moon please let us know because they won't let me do it and we yeah, haven't even this is the to last the time we ever yet. let you re- so, recommend a movie you don't know i'll use a different phone i really i <laughs> i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind doing the whole series just so we can talk about the fourth one because oh, i will yeah. rage so hard about the biggest waste of a movie that i've ever seen one. oh the fifth yeah. one oh I, geez i thought there were only there's five. How many are there? Oh Don't make goodness. me do this, please. So the fifth one we'll is the out. biggest waste of please, time yeah, I've just ever Just don't had. put me through this, guys. Oh. I have only so many days left on this earth. I don't want to waste them. Did you give your final thoughts? <sighs> what, what? 
I think we are all yeah, very I, clear on what Bryce I thought. It was, yeah, are. I mean, I don't really have. Again, like I, I hate to admit it, but this movie had a great impact. All not great impact, but it had a huge impact, and it was made for fourteen-year-old girls. I think you're wasting your time watching this movie. But if you want to be a part of the club who saw Twilight, go ahead, watch it, waste your time, and hate yourself. If you're a fifteen-year-old girl, you might just love it. Yeah, uh, whatever. Go ahead. There's so many other better movies out there, <laughs> better adult, uh, like adult stories you can watch, like Hunger Games. Even Hunger Games was better than this. I don't. I didn't like the first. I like the first story. Okay. I like the story of the first Second one. So good. Catching so Fire is okay, actually we're pretty good. We're gonna do that next. Okay. I never finished those movies. Um, I, yeah, who did? But anyway, yeah, that that about wraps it up. It takes our <laughs> final average to twenty-two. That's way too much, Bailey. Why did you just? Because I can't help myself. Well, you know, there's this thing called. <laughs> I already know what you're gonna, to me, I gonna say. Discipline. I already know where that was discipline going. Discipline and respect. And respect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew as soon as I was about to say, I was like, God, I should have just gone with it. But so, yeah, twenty-two plants it firmly in the bad category. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Robert Pattinson is trembling right now. Don't you would agree? I was gonna say okay. he's like raising a toast. So anyway, I'm not even gonna say. I'm not even gonna ask you guys what your thoughts are because I, I, I know you. You'll do what's best for you. You will not watch this movie. You will not give us your ratings. There's probably some like small minority who listen to this podcast who be like, oh, I remember that. Here's my score. It's gonna ruin the average and boost it up and then make it an okay movie, which isn't okay. We actually scored Ant Man and the Wasp below this one. <sighs> I mean, I don't blame it. It's pretty it's, bad, it's too. Both, They're I, both bad. I actually think I would watch Twilight again before I would watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. Can I so not I watch think that's either, accurate. maybe? Yeah. I don't even want to choose. Those are both awful. If I was forced to or die, I would. <laughs> Honestly, I think I would rather take the sweet bliss of like the early 2000s over the absolute poop show that is today's cin- cinema. So I, I'll agree with you on that one. I'll take the sweet ignorance of 2008 over 2023. There is, so, like, I, in my opinion, the difference is that the early 2008 was hilariously bad. Yes. Whereas bad movies today are just insufferably bad. Correct. So, with all that being said, I think that's it. For I'm pretty one. tired. Here's the end but- credits. <laughs> What was that? That was the end, end credits. credits. Oh, you actually just did the end credits? Yes. How obviously. do we get here? I don't know what they're saying. I've never known what they're saying. <laughs> oh, I was like, that. I used to know you so well. <laughs> you and Bryce duet. <laughs> anyway, we're done with this episode. Thank you for watching and listening to this episode. Tune in again next time. Yeah, tune in again next time. Uh, let, I guess if you've seen Twilight, let us know what you thought about it. Let, me know, let us know if it still uh, holds up for you, anyone else out there. Um, and if you Twilight Defenders send us those scores yeah twilight yeah seriously i like prove me wrong like i seriously come out and like show me that i'm totally wrong about this movie which i'm not but you know still show me that i'm wrong we're not here to argue we're here to appreciate how everybody (laughs) everybody likes things in a different way so yeah with that said leave a comment of what your thoughts on the movie send us a dm of your thoughts with a score all that fun stuff hit up our link tree follow us on youtube rumble spotify uh, subscribe, share with your friends, all that fun stuff. And what do we have? I don't know. Spider Man oh, next. Spider Verse next. Sp- so I see, think, yeah. this was a nice little palate cleanser, or yes. maybe just so bad that I'm I very nervous about Spider Verse. I am too. So I'm. Ex- we're, it'll be an interesting episode. 
So with all that said, thank you for watching and listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.